What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X Zone, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and thank you for joining us, for sharing your day, your evening, your night, wherever you are on this great, big, beautiful planet of ours. Our website, exxonradiotv.com, and of course, for the Exxon Broadcast Network, where you can find out who is on, when, and where, www.xzbn.net. Speaking of the Exxon Broadcast Network, we have two new shows starting. One show is entitled Too Good to Be True, and that is going to be starring Justina Marsh and her dad, Pete Marsh. They're going to look at the world of the paranormal and parapsychology and see what has happened to get certain things to be too good to be true. And then we have another show that is starting from Germany called Telus Radio. We're very excited about these two new shows. And if you'd like to find out the other great shows that we have available to you, 724-365-www.xzbn.net. I'm really uh, excited about this Hour Exxon Nation, a good friend of ours for many years now. Tara Green is our special guest, and Tara is a natural-born, gifted, psychic intuitive. Her awareness is that we are all multidimensional, infinite souls. She is clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient. Tara has experienced visions, dreams, and many metaphysical experiences throughout her life. 
She began delving into the tarot as a teenager. Soon, many astrologers and spiritual teachers appeared in her life to guide her. Her mission is to bring help, enlightenment, awareness, and healing. And she's also very honored to be of service in connecting with and helping as many people as she can. Joining me now from the beautiful city of Toronto, just down the road on the QEW, is my good friend Tara <laughs> Green. And Tara, welcome back. Great talking to you again. Well, thank you, Rob. It's like it feels like this is my old home. I realized that I first came on the Exxon in 2008, so it's nice wow. to hear that the familiar, <laughs> the familiar opening there. So thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure having you with us, Tara. So what have you been up to since you and I last talked? You're always doing something. Oh, God, I'm so busy. Um, I've been writing. I've been, I have been writing a book, but there's more than one book because there's so many different things all at once, and I'm trying to put all that together. So I'm just editing a book of full moon meditations that's going into a final run. Wow. And I'm busy. I also write for other websites as well, and I write mm-hmm. almost daily on my blog. So I see clients, and I was traveling. I've been in Sedona uh, every year for part of the year for the last few years as well. And I teach workshops, and, you know, I try to reach out to as many people as I can. Well, we're glad you took time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight, Tara. Um, because I wanted to ask you something. Is it me, or is there a lot more paranormal and metaphysical activity going on in the world these days? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the interest gets stronger and stronger. And, you know, there's more. Also, science plays a part in this. Like, for mm-hmm. example, I watch... Um, the solar flares on uh, NASA has a page where you can watch the yeah. solar flares, and the and and I find that I'm very sensitive to that. And I know when I post about it on Facebook or something, people respond very, a lot. And so if you hear the alerts that these coronal mass ejections mm-hmm. or there's sunspots, there was a big one over the weekend that comes out. Um, you know, I personally get really tired yeah. and feel really dizzy, yes. almost like vertigo. Yeah. My daughter gets headaches. Some people claim they get really dehydrated. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of like an actual scientific thing, but you could also think of it as a paranormal thing, right? Well, um, I mean, we are all kind of electromagnetic beings, so, you know, the sun is actually really uh, the source mm-hmm. of all of that. So we're responding to that. You know, Laura has Meniere's, and whenever there is solar flare activity, her Meniere's adds up, acts up. And one of the worst parts about Meniere's is the tinnitus as well as the vertigo. So, ah, well, tinnitus, you know, I, I know a lot of spiritual people who have had tinnitus, mm-hmm. and they seem to not be able to get it, you know, uh, taken care of by regular West, yeah. Western medicine. There is kind of like, you know, spiritual diseases that people get, like you're off in a frequency, and, you know, tinnitus is one of them, you know, but it can be really uh, damaging and, and very debilitating as well, you know, so I'm sorry to hear that she has that. Well, she's been dealing with that now for nearly 10 years, and... Uh we made the connection between solar flares and the uh, Meniere's because I started tracking it. Was it the atmospheric pressure? Was it this, that, or the other thing? Mm-hmm. And then I remembered Mitch Batras coming on the show talking to me about space weather and how solar flares yep. affect weather. And I started mapping that, and bingo, there is definitely a yeah, correlation. So you know about that. Yeah. yeah, I think most people should be aware of it because... Mm-hmm. You know, it is plasma waves. They had yeah. to shut down. Actually, there was a huge one. Hey, Tara, uh, I, I hate to do this to you, but I've got to take a break here. Please stand by. dot com is the website. And Tara and I will be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. I'll be back in two.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs, 
songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. www.tarataro.com and if you'd like to uh, visit uh, Tara's blog it's infinitynow.wordpress.com and you can always follow, follow Tara on uh, Twitter 6th Sense Moment that's 6th Sense Moment <laughs> <sighs> a tongue twister I know yeah well what the heck hey Tara uh, you and I were talking before we went on air earlier that a lot of people are having a lot of strange dreams. I myself am one who usually do not dream a lot. But man, I don't know what's going on, Tara. I've been having the weirdest dreams of my life consistently each and every night. And I don't know if, if any of the people that you have the pleasure of talking to also report strange dreams. Um, yeah, I've been having the same thing, actually quite kind of nightmarish, especially mm-hmm. the last couple of nights, which I don't usually get. Um, and I'm all, I'm also on a dream blog, like a private, uh, one on Facebook, but yes, people do tell me this and it is something that I use when I talk to people. So, you know, it is partly it's Neptune and Pisces and, and that's going to continue for a number of years. I think what people are doing is they're picking up on all of the energies that are going on across the world. You know what I mean? So the boundaries and the limits between consciousness is opening up um and also the planet saturn which is the planet that governs reality and astrology is sitting on what's called the galactic center and my sense of the galactic center is it's the big kind of cosmic um wormhole Mm -hmm. for all information so the whole thing about you know the mayan calendar in 2012 was based on the intersection of the winter solstice with the galactic center. So it's, it is the black hole at the center of our galaxy. So the whole of 2017 basically is under this one major aspect. So I would say that's why I think people's dreams are getting like totally wild and crazy because we're opening up on a much deeper level um, unconsciously in our dreams and to many, the, the, um, kind of many different dimensions coming in, you know, so it can feel a bit bewildering or people can feel a little bit unfocused or spaced out, you know, and I'm certainly finding that on some levels. Based on the astrological work that you do and the other aspects of both the paranormal and metaphysical, are we going to be witnessing any other events like December 21st, 2012 was supposed to be? Um, well, you know, there's different ways that people interpret uh, 2012. You know, mm-hmm. some people say it actually happened and, and it's still happening. Um, yes, I mean, there's going to be major shifts in the next few years for sure, especially in 2020. Um, I mean, you can tie them into major metaphysical uh, events. I mean, 2012... Uh, was a major, it was the transit of Venus across the sun, and the Mayans, who were really expert astronomers, uh, and astronomy and astrology would be considered one and the same things. That's ma- amazing, sorry, that's majorly what they track. 
Um, there are always kind of minor cycles like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, going on. It depends on how you look at them. You know, that's the whole thing about astrology. Different astrologers have different evaluations of that. Okay, but there's always cycles going on, you know, major, minor, uh, over hundreds of years uh, long, in fact. So 2020 is going to be a big change because the planets Jupiter and Saturn, which meet every 20 years, have their next meeting at zero degrees of Aquarius, which kind of ushers in the whole age of Aquarius thing. Do planets ever have their power that is measured by astrologers increased or decreased, or is it at a steady, constant maintained level um no according to the way astrology works and there again there are different systems of astrology so this is where it gets a little confusing for people for example the planet venus uh, right now is appearing to move backwards or what they call a retrograde in the sky um so that influence is considered to be debilitated by western tropical astrologers but for traditional uh, vedic indian astrologers it's considered to be better uh, it's considered that people find their soulmates during this time. So there's, you know, it's like different schools of thought, like in philosophy. Some people say it's better. Some people say it's not good. So, you know, you have to kind of pick and choose and through your own experience, uh, figure out what works for you. Is one, ast- is one practice of astrology better than the next, or are they based on different interpretations, but they all come out with the same meanings? Uh, they don't come out with the same meanings. I mean, as far as we know, um, Western astrology evolved from India around mm-hmm. 10,000 years ago, and it's based on sidereal. It's based on the constellations, and Western astrology evolved uh, over thousands of years and now changed. It's a totally different system based on different theories. They both work. They both have their usages. I mean, I have a lot of clients who are traditionally from India, and all they know is that traditional Indian astrology, but right. they're always surprised that the Western astrology works as well. Uh, we use a lot more things. It's a lot more complex, and it's a lot more uh, free will oriented in the West, whereas the traditional astrology is very much karmic and kind of written in stone traditionally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Based on the type of astrology that you use th- in, uh, in doing charts for your clients, how does the rest of the year 2017 look? Well, 2017, uh, I was just looking back that the planet Saturn, which is sitting on the galactic center right now, um, is exactly at the same place it was during the stock market crash in 1929. Mm. So I would say that is definitely a sign because these cycles repeat over and over in time. Not a good sign for the economy. Um, you know, right now it's, it's, it's positive for people who are born in the sign of Libra because mm-hmm. Jupiter, the planet of expansion and opportunity, is in Libra. And we're seeing a lots of expansion in terms of people getting active in, about justice. And then Jupiter will enter Scorpio in October. So the energy will shift. You know, Jupiter governs um, each sign and every year it moves through each sign. So that's related like to the 12 uh, zoological animals in uh, Chinese astrology. So the energy will shift and get much more emotional and intense and secretive and a lot of secret, you know, sexual energies, Plots, things behind the government will come out very intensely starting in October and all the way through 2018. Um, and there's going to be some major eclipses, uh, actually, especially on August the 21st, a major solar eclipse, which will be visible for the first time since 1979 in America. And it's at the 28th degree of Leo, which actually involves uh, Donald Trump. So a lot of mm. astrologers are predicting he will be um, deposed or in, impeached or some major could have a heart attack um, 
that's what I'm saying, some major issue happening to him, because traditionally a solar eclipse at that point, which represents leaders, is usually the death of a major leader, traditionally. Well, maybe they're talking about Hillary. Hmm. Who knows? Uh, well, <laughs> but what about... Yeah, but what, but what about right now. So uh, well, it's usually I, people who are in power. But once again, that depends on who you talk to, because there are yeah, many exactly. people who believe in the conspiracy theories that Hillary is still in power and she is manipulating the news events in order to get Donald Trump deposed so that she can make a gallant, you know, rise back to right. power. But let me okay. ask you, we talked about Donald Trump. What about our mm-hmm. own little uh, Justin in Ottawa? Anything uh, about him? Yeah, Justin Trudeau. Um, Hmm. I haven't looked at Justin's chart. Justin has a very rare, very, um, I mean, I know he's like to the manor born, mm-hmm. but he has a very rare, what they call a six-pointed star in his astrology chart. So that's a very positive, very powerful thing to be born under. Um, Justin Trudeau, give me a second here, sure. Rob. I've got it on my computer. Okay, well, actually, um, his power may be challenged uh, this year. Um, let's see. Issues around money, around the budget. Uh, I mean, he's also going through some positive energies. Things may be a little bit chaotic for him. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say right at the end of this year, he's going to be really coming into his power again. So uh, kind of a bit mixed bag for him. I think it's kind of positive in a way. It's very karmic for him right now. It has been for the last while. Um, He may change his tack. He may change the way uh, he does things. He may be feeling very vulnerable. Uh, as well over the next year or two. It's kind of a mixed bag for him, you know. So in in general, how do you see the world? Are we going to be looking at more? Are we looking at more more wars? Are we looking at the world coming finally to an end of the negativity and bringing positive and love back into the equation? Well, I think there's both. You know, there's Mm. always like, you know, Traditionally, there's always the battle in heaven between good and evil. Yep. You know, that's the uh, dichotomy, that duality of the universe we live in. You know, definitely people know that their thoughts create the reality. And I think, you know, the people are getting more spiritual, and that's really the influence of the planets. But at the same time, you know, the planets which represent reality and things going on are always moving and things are changing. I think it's going to be very hard economically. I think that people really do need to have a big shocking wake-up call to what's really going on. I think that's just really starting, actually, in some ways with Donald Trump, in some ways that I don't uh, like his arch-conservatism. Mm-hmm. In some ways, there is this backlash against the big corporations, which I think is a good thing. So it's kind of hard to swallow this pill because it's a little bit hard and it's in a weird flavor. But I think that that's really the movement. But, the, but um, there is also this danger of fascism uh, coming in. Uh, Saturn enters Capricorn in December for the next two and a half years. Um, you know, again, it could go either way. You know, what, what people were hoping mm-hmm. uh, was that things would get better. And, you know, there's a challenge right now. And, you know, a lot of people saying that, you know, the, the arch conservatism is, it will, is just to wake people up. You know, women are having to fight back and people are getting more politically conscious again, which I think is a good thing. Um, I think there's going to be a big shakedown over the next few years. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of problems. So I think people need to be very careful, very conservative, um, really be able to support themselves at a very simple level. Are you finding so, that more and more people are using astrology for their their professional life as well as their oh, personal yeah. life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think astrology has, has been going through this huge explosion because of the internet, and mm-hmm. it is extremely popular, um, you know, all over. 
so yes, people are taking it seriously. People do really rely on it. I think they're getting more knowledgeable because the tools are out there. And they're finding, you know, it really helps them to navigate, you know, to know what's going on. So there's a vast wealth of information out there. And I think that's a wonderful thing because um, it helps us to align with the cosmos. You know, we really need to feel that we are connected in that way. So it is a very kind of a spiritual thing. And so uh, as much as I think things are getting harder in some ways, it also forces people to get more spiritual and more detached. It is going to get a lot more dramatic, I would say, also for the rest of 2017 as uh, what's called the North Node of the Moon. This is what and the south node of the moon, the north node of the moon, and the south node create eclipses, and it's entering Leo on May the 9th, and that's the sign of leaders and drama and the heart and childlike innocence and, you know, upstaging people. It rules the heart chakra. It rules gold. So people will be really, in some ways, living from their hearts a lot more, Mm -hmm. being courageous, being dramatic, you know, whatever it is you want, don't be afraid to stand up and, you know, speak your truth, speak your heart, you know, go out and demand what you want. So the drama levels will be much higher. We've been in Virgo for the last two and a half years. It's more uh, concerned with the environment and the working person and um, career. So the energy is going to shift big time uh, next month. Uh, let me ask you this question: uh, Do you are there? Do you have more male clients or more female clients, or is it basically fifty-fifty? No, no. I mainly have uh, female clients. I think that's true for most astrologers. I would say it's ninety-five percent female. Mm. Um, although a lot of the astrologers have always been male, there's many, yeah. many more female astrologers coming to the forefront now. I guess that's because ladies are more open to. Uh, the you know to to astrology where guys have this false ego that they like to mm-hmm. strap on their chest and say oh geez I don't need that I can <laughs> figure things out on my own I learned a long time ago that you can't so right you've got to open up the ears open up the heart and do what's best for one and all Tara you and I have yeah. to take our news break at the bottom okay. of the hour please stand by Tara Tarot.com is her website her blog is infinitynow.wordpress.com and her Twitter at Sixth Sense Movement. Moment. Sixth Sense <laughs> Moment. Ah, sorry about that, Tara. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I am Rob McConnell. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Don't forget, May the 1st, 2017, the new Exxon radio TV channel is going live around the world, and it's being delivered to the marine industry. That's right. Oil rigs, merchant vessels, the Navy, as well as cruise lines. That is starting May the 1st, just a couple of weeks down the road. For more information, visit www.xzbnradiotv.com. Tara Green is my special guest, and uh, Tara is 
Well, let me see. How would I describe Tara if somebody asked me to? Well, she is an astrologer. She is a psychic. She is clairaudient. She is clairvoyant. She is clairsentient. Uh, she does dream interpretation, vision interpretations, metaphysical stuff. She does tarot card readings. Of course, she's an astrologer. And she's also um, very knowledgeable in Native American shamanism, Wicca, dance, women's spirituality, transpersonal psychotherapy, past life regression, and Tibetan Buddhism. She's a great lady. And if you'd like to find out more about Tara, visit her website at www.taratarot.com. Her blog is infinitynow.wordpress.com. And her Twitter is at SixthSenseMoment. <laughs> there, I did it, Tara. You did it. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Three Chinese cheers. Fooey, fooey, fooey. <laughs> Tara, we were, we were chatting briefly during the break about the new children. Some of them are called rainbow children. Others are called indigo children. How do we explain the, the, the different heartfelt wonderment that we're seeing in our children these days? Well, I, you know, I've seen it myself, and, you know, you read about them in the papers. These mm-hmm. children are born really quite clear, and I believe that they've come here because they are the future to really guide people. They really know at a very young age what their purpose is. They're very compassionate and very uh, understanding of other people, and really their mission is to open up and, to others and to realize that we're all one. And so, you know, everyone who has a, a child, you know, yeah. you, the parents are kind of like the you have to understand that the child is already an enlightened being, a master who's, temp, you know, just in this little kid body right now, and, and you still have to guide them as a parent, but you need to listen to them. And so there's amazing kids, you know, raising money all over the yep. world and inventing incredible technology. You know, there's a 16-year-old that invented some technology to clean up all the plastic in the ocean. I and know. So, yeah, you know, so if you let these kids really uh, come into their power, they could, I think, whip the world into shape in a pretty short time, you know. It's just that the old, mm-hmm. you know, uh, structures that are already in place are holding it back or, or, you know, limiting it. You know, I didn't realize, I did some research about this, that there was electric cars in the 20s, um, but Ford and, uh, you know, limited that. You know, cars were running on hemp, actually, and, and all kinds of things that you would consider to be revolutionary these days. Yeah. Uh, but General Electric kind of, you know, shut everybody else down. They shut Tesla down yeah. to make gasoline. The oil industry controlled that, you know. But if you let these kids, you know, really, the amazing thing is also is there's crowdfunding. You know, anybody who has an idea these days, people like it, they'll support it, you know. It's really democratic. So in that sense, I think, you know, the world is very positive and there is a lot of hope there, you know, using the technology, you know, using it because it does give the power into people's hands as long as it's free and available. But where do these children get such great knowledge from? I just think they're open. You know, I just think they're totally open. I think they're born that way. If If you study astrology, you'll see it through the astrology, like the kids who are... Um, often diagnosed with ADD and stuff these days, you know, they're born in the generation to which their brains are tuned in properly. So they're wired. Their brains work very fast like the technology does. You know, that's why they usually don't do well in school because it's an old-fashioned model, you know, which was really developed in the 1800s, to tell you the truth. Um, It's just different generations. You know, they come in with different aspects, and that really changes every every few years in some sense, you know. I think of the biggest problem with the school uh, model that is used today. Kids get bored too fast. 
It's not fast enough for them. And I, I think that a lot of the subjects that are being taught in school today are redundant, especially since the children have the answers to everything right at their fingertips. Yeah, no, I think it is. And, mm. and you know, that's been, again, it's sort of there's a dumbing down in terms of education, you know. Um, I think, you know, kids are missing out learning certain classical things. They don't get art lessons in public school anymore, uh, music, you know, things that you need to balance out all that techno stuff, you know, like the young kids are always on their cell phones all the time. Yeah. I think there's a danger of that, too, you know, because they're not really in the present, you know, and they don't do a lot of social relating to each other. I think there's the downside of it is it's isolating. Um, so, again, you know, you always have to have that balance there, you know, as well. You know, mind you, the... the the addiction to technology is not only limited to children. I I've known uh, many people who have smart cars that do everything for them. And then I heard something really great the other day. Uh, Larry, the cable guy, says, "Yeah, mm-hmm. smart cars make dumb drivers." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. Like people watching their GPSs and driving right into you know off a bridge or whatever. Exactly. Um, you have to still be aware of where you are, yeah. and the danger of that technology is speaking of the sunspots. Exactly. One major sunspot, and that would all be wiped out. So you can't be caught yeah. not knowing how to do anything or know where you are. You know, you have to stay very practical still. And I think there's also a people are learning to do things for themselves. Like to there is a small like local economies and uh, you know learning how to have practical mm-hmm. skills to survive. That's important, too. You know, uh, going back to 1987, you were initiated by Susan Weed as a green mm-hmm. witch in Woodstock, New York. What is a green mm-hmm. witch? Well, a green witch is just a, a like an herbalist, you know. Oh. I mean, that's what witches, you know, what the Christian church labeled witches, that's mm-hmm. what these women are. They were midwives. They were the village doctors. They knew about herbal lore. You were taught through an apprentice system and through being in nature. You know, when you live in nature and things are very quiet and you tune into nature, the plants will talk to you. They have spirits called mm-hmm. devas or divas. And, you know, so this is how that knowledge was accumulated, and that's what a green witch is. It's nothing scary uh, or anything like that. It's someone who just uses natural plants and herbs to heal. And the intention is always to do good. You know, it's all white, what they call white magic as right. well. Yeah. Do you think witches uh, have received a bum rap over the years and that there was a coordinated smear campaign by the... Um, acknowledged religious philosophies when it came to witchcraft? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's that's true. But any mm-hmm. woman who was considered, or any person even, I mean, it wasn't just women, but mainly women, uh, who didn't adhere to the, the system of the churches or who, you know, were branded witches and, you know, tortured, and it was horrible. It went on for 300 years. Um, I do have past-life memories of that, actually, since I was a child. So um, for me, it was like I came into this world kind of remembering that. So um, I've always been very aware of that's the tradition. And, of course, because of Harry Potter now, of course, the whole modern Wiccan, pagan, I think paganism is the most fastest-growing, it's not a religion, it's spirituality um, in North America and in England, you know, and and because people were needing that sense of magic, you know, to come back into their lives. So I think there's also been a huge resurgence of that. And, you know, I think a lot of women have also remembered that they were once burned at the stake and everybody's come back and saying, hey, we're not going to take that anymore, you know what I mean? And they're very much being very proud of being, you know, brujas or uh, sorceresses or, or witches right now, for sure. What are your responsibilities as priestess of the Temple of Serpentarius? 
Well, I can't really talk about that oh, because okay. it's a secret uh, uh, thing. But okay. um, I respect yeah, that. Yeah, I can't really talk about that. Yeah. I respect that. Um, secret society, yeah. huh? Well, it's not a society. It's very small. Um, mm. All I can say is the head priestess is in California. She used to live in Toronto. And uh, we kind of work solitarily, and then we get together kind of over the Internet, actually, oh, okay. because we're not always together in person. But, you know, we do our own thing. So well, we're kind can, of like solitary would it be, priestesses. Would it be all right to ask you what the Temple of Serpentarius is? Or is that a secret too? Um, well, it's based on the worship of the goddess Isis from mm-hmm. Egypt, you know, mm-hmm. the great goddess Isis, who I, I, I've always seen her in meditations. Right. Um, I know I don't like it that, you know, they call those terrible Daesh, you know, Islamic, you know, yeah. fundamentalist uh, Isis, because that really does defame her name. She's the basis of all the great goddesses. Um, and also this priestess works with snakes, and she's a snake dancer, and mm-hmm. so I've always been fascinated with snakes, and they're a very ancient symbol of feminine wisdom, the symbol of the what they call the Ouroboros. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, the snake biting its own tail, um, the snake in the Garden of Eden. You know, snakes are very primal feminine symbols. So she literally dances with snakes. She's had these um, pythons for years. And um, so it's also about worshiping the snake as a symbol of change. And eternal life. I find it very, very interesting how Christianity looks at the the snake in the Garden of Eden as, as being evil, and yet so many other belief uh, systems look at the snake as being, number one, a, a, a female, and number two, something very smart, very good, very wonderful. Well, I mean, in India, they worship uh, um, cobras, right? Yeah. Like, that's part of their religion. So, you know, the snake is a very ancient symbol. I mean, there is an interesting, you know, biologically, because, you know, snakes can be poisonous. I think the body biologically uh, is scared of snakes. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a biological, we have a, what we call a reptilian brain that, you know, most people automatically go, I don't like snakes because they're afraid you're going to get killed. But on the other hand, you know, snakes were very feminine symbols, and they were associated with the goddess uh, Lilith. And, yeah. um, you know, Lilith, who was written out of the Bible, um, who was also making a huge resurgence in terms of astrology and women's spirituality, and she is the one who's the snake in the in the tree of knowledge. Right, because Lilith was actually the, the first woman created, and then yes. Eve was the second woman created. And when you look at the Bible in that in that context in the, in the book of Genesis, I've always I've always thought that taking the rib from Adam to make woman was signs of genetic engineering. Well, that's interesting you say that. I, I always just mm. took it as, you know, I knew there was something wrong with that story yeah. because she's a man-made creation, right? She's not created from God, literally. I mean, she's created from his yeah. rib. But that's interesting to say it's a genetic mutation. That's another possibility. Yeah. You know, God yeah. said, and let us, well, this is if you believe in the Bible, it says God, and God said, let us create man in our image and our likeness. And therefore, if that is the truth, then we ourselves are gods. So taking the rib from man and having someone create a another human species being female, eh, well, in my book, that makes sense. Well, you know, I mean, if you take that um, originally, I mean, I'm glad mm-hmm. we're talking about this. Is, um, you know, in the Jewish mystical tradition, uh, God is not like masculine at all. Yeah. God is beyond what we can comprehend. But yeah. God has two masculine and two feminine sides. So that's where you get the sense that we're created in God's images yeah. because there's masculine and feminine, right? We live in the duality universe. You know, and I've, I've always said that there, it seems that there are two specific different gods when it comes to the Bible. The God of the Old Testament 
is totally different than the God in the New Testament. You know, mm-hmm. one is mean, one is vengeful, one one is spiteful, and that's the Old Testament. And then the New Testament, you know, loving, peace, let's hold hands, sing kumbaya, and, and the rest of it. So, you know. There, well, I mean, you know, the, the Old Testament is, you know, it's basically a patriarchal story. It's a partly historical, yeah. totally psychological, not to be taken literally story, you know, and it's obviously, you know, the projection, it's a man-made God, you know, this, it's the Father, you know, mm-hmm. it's a projection of the Father, but it's not a God. Um, it, it's just a control mechanism, you know, I, I mean, yeah. Jesus is... Well, the, let's the talk more about this, let's Jesus talk more about this yeah. on the other side of this okay. break that we have to take, Tara. Tara Green yeah. is our special guest, www.tarataro.com. And we'll both be back on the other side as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center just down the QEW from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels. 
physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Tara Green is our special guest, www.tarotaro.com. You know, Tara, we started talking a little bit about uh, the Bible and uh, mainstream religions before we went to the break. And uh, I'm starting to think, Tara, that it's time in our evolution, the year 2017, that I believe religions are causing more problems than they are doing any good. Is is it possible that here we are in this day and age where we don't need religion anymore? Not the religion that we have come to know throughout the ages, but is it time for a new religion called love, harm, harmony, peace? You know, because you look at Catholicism, you look at Hinduism, well, no, not Hinduism, they're, they're a bunch of lovely people. But if you t- look at what's happening with Muslims, when, you know, is, and the other religions that, that are that are causing more pain, more wars, more deaths, more more strife than anything else, is a time that we say, "Look, we're not sheep anymore. We don't need sh- we don't need a shepherd. We can right. do it on our own." Well, I think uh, you know, even though I think uh, what did they say? According to the figures, uh, Muslims are getting bigger because they're you know the women have ten children, and that's mm-hmm. you know partly by numbers they're going to yeah. take over. Uh, but I think in China, Catholicism is also growing at a fantastic rate um, as they've gone back to having religion there after, you know, not having it at all. It was banished during communism. I, b- I believe, yes, but the younger generation, I think, in the West are not into religion. Um, I think they are, realize that it's, you know, you're kind of your own guide and you can connect with that yourself uh, uh-huh. through 
kind of an imminent connection. And, you know, it should really come through a sense of right and wrong. You don't need to be told what to do, and you don't have to follow any outside laws. I would say, yes, that, you know, organized religion is really responsible for creating incredible amount of pain and suffering, Mm -hmm. um, which is not, you know, whatever you think of as godly, you know. And then there's a huge women's movement to really honor the goddess and the divine feminine, and that's very big, and that's really coming back in a big way as well. So that is not an organized religion. That's a spirituality, and spirituality is something that you need to experience through your own self in in whatever way you can. It's not something that anybody tells you happens. You have to feel it for yourself. So how would you one go? It yourself. So how would one go about trying to discover their own spirituality, Tara? Well, I think partly it's it's realizing that you already have all the answers uh, within, uh, and it's really about honoring yourself as. Um, being connected, being connected to everything, you know. So um, you learn to listen to your intuition. Your intuition is one of the prime ways to check out if you're connected to the cosmos. So everybody is naturally intuitive, but you've been taught not to trust it. So you start slowly. Um, For me, it's always about, you know, very basically, you, you would start talking to your guardian angels. Everybody has a guardian angel, or you can call in, you know, the four major uh, angels, they use them in Christianity and in uh, Islam as well, in Judaism. You know, Michael, Gabriel, Ariel, Raphael, uh, it, the angel's job is to be there to answer any request. So you ask the universe to show you something or to send you something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you don't want to abuse it. You know, it's not like I need a new Ferrari or anything like that. It's not about material things, okay? Even though the secret and all that stuff says that's what you're supposed to yeah. use it for, I don't believe you do. Yeah. It's really about asking for you know, you can send prayers to someone, mm-hmm. you can ask for um, something that you feel will benefit you so that you can then benefit someone else. Um, you listen to your dreams, you ask for guidance, you know, you meditate, you do yoga, you run, however you do it, you can do it when you're doing the dishes or in the shower or whatever, but you start to listen to your own inner authority, that's the whole point. There's nobody outside of yourself that can tell you what to do or how reality is or whatever, you know, um, yeah. I think the Bible and uh, some of the other uh, great books that are found in religious philosophies were written at a time when there were many questions being asked, and at that time, true answers could not be given. So to fill in a need, fill in the void, stories were created, stories with a bit of logic, but with no basis or fact. For example, we were talking about the book of Genesis, the book of creation, seven, uh, six days and on the seventh he rested. I have always had a hard time with that. And then you were t- we were talking about, is it time where we say goodbye to religion? Mm-hmm. And we're, then we start talking about angels. Well, if we say goodbye to religion... How can we keep angels into the mix when it was the Bible that introduced angels into society? Okay, well, in the Bible there is truth. Okay, this is the problem. Okay. There's truth in there, but you have to be able to discern what's, what's real and what isn't, you know, and what wasn't programmed. You know, a lot of it is mm-hmm. a program to manipulate people. So again, this is where you have to learn to have your own discernment. Angels exist... Um, and that, to me, is a more spiritual thing, but religion used them as part of their teachings, right? 
I mean, yeah, the, there's different myths all over the world. You know, if you study the Greek myths, those are, you know, based on the planets, but people had real relationships with those planets, and they were very human. So in some ways, you know, the Greek philosophy, which Western society is built on, is much more humane, you know, allows you to be jealous, and, you know, there's all kinds of highs and lows and good and evil in it, and everybody accepts that that's just part of the human nature, or the God nature. Whereas in Christianity... Um, and in Judaism, they split that off, and that's part of the mistake. You have to understand that, you know, human beings uh, have this whole aspect of good and evil, and that's partly what the whole thing is about. It's all holy as much as it seems difficult and painful and all of that. You know, on some levels, I like to think of this earth as a big amusement park. <laughs> you know, we've chosen as, as enlightened beings, we've chosen to come here to experience the emotions, to be in this physical body, there's, a, there's a something very special about being here in the third dimension where we can really experience things. Otherwise, it's an abstract kind of knowledge, and we only learn through experience. And so this is why we're here. It's funny. You look at it as, an, as basically an amusement park. I look at it as the botany bay of the universe. You know. Well, you know, different yeah. ways to look at yeah. it, right? <laughs> As as a tarot card reader and as a psychic, do you find that when you're giving readings to your clients that both halves of your abilities come in to give them one reading? Well, yeah, I like to use a lot of different tools. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm using my intuition, I'm using the cards and, you know, picking up whatever the cards or images, the messages the cards are sending me. I use the astrology. So I like to synthesize all of those things, you know. And so there's a kind of a practical knowledge that that you learn and then you have to learn to and that comes through years of, of experience too i believe you know um so yeah i use it all and and everybody has a different learning and uh hearing mechanism do you know what i mean people sure. hear things in a certain way so you also have to learn to kind of speak the same language that people understand you know what i mean yeah you know everybody so, yeah, that's why mm -hmm. no no go on Sorry, Rob. no no go on well, I think that in terms of religion or, or philosophy, you know, who studies philosophy anymore even? You mm -hmm. know, you have to know that. It's important to yeah. broaden your knowledge that there's many different ways to look at things, you know, that it's not just the Catholic Church or, you know, you have to know where things come from. You know, the Greek, Greek philosophy, you know, Indian, uh, China has a great philosophy and a great tradition. And that, you know, why did people think all these different things in different parts of the world? They see the world in, in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. uh, in Africa, you know, they have their own spirituality and religion. So it's important to know about how everybody sees the world and that you can sort of pick and choose what you want. I like to keep a very eclectic uh, kind of position on that. You don't have to be limited to one point of view and you're always learning and always growing. And that's the whole point. It's not written in stone. Things are changing as we have higher consciousness. Uh, there is more free will than ever before. Is shamanism coming back strong as well? Yes. Yes, very much so because it's also a very ancient healing technique. Uh, mm -hmm. People are running to South America to do this ayahuasca uh, healing. It's being kind of um, given scientific credence as a way to help people with addictions, heroin addictions. Uh, they can cure them uh, overnight, literally. Uh, people have uh, deep emotional disturbances, long-life uh, depression. Um, so shamanism, which is like really the oldest quote-unquote religion, is definitely coming back. Because, again, it's a felt experience. Everybody knows about Sedona and, you know, its, its place in the world of metaphysics and spirituality. Is there a place like Sedona in Canada? Um, I think there are different places like that uh, mm -hmm. in Canada. I, I, I think there are places in Labrador, actually, probably pretty remote. 
there's an ancient um, meteorite site in Labrador, um, and the energy there must be pretty powerful. And again, of course, if you go way up north mm-hmm. uh, where the Inuit live, you know, those are very spiritual places. But really, you anchor, it's whatever you tune into yourself. Do you know what I mean? I mean, ultimately, you don't have to go anywhere, you know, and that's what the religions really teach. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing really to do. You, you know, you're already connected to everything. So the answers are all within. You know, I mean, yes, it's wonderful to go to Sedona, and it does have heightened vortexes and energies there, like Mount Shasta, and uh, if you go to Stonehenge. uh, But ultimately, you can connect to any of those places from wherever you are. Tara, we've got about a minute left. Uh, What are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation tonight? Well, I want to wish everybody uh, blessings for this year. I hope that everybody feels empowered and clear and healthy and joyful and I hope I'm back soon and can talk with everybody again really soon. Tara, always a great pleasure talking to you. Take care of yourself, my dear friend, and I look forward to the next time you're back home with us. Take care now. Okay, I will. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. ExoNation Tara Taro has been our our guest. Her real name is Tara Green. Her website is Tara Taro. Her blog is infinitynow.wordpress.com. And on Twitter, at Sixth Sense Moment. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, it's X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com. Check out our broadcast network, xzbn.net, and our main website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. We'll be back after the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour. Don't go away. Have you shopped for groceries this week? Bought gas? Literally everything costs more. But there is one way to protect your budget and stay ahead of surprise bills. American Home Shield. They help pay when covered parts of home systems and appliances like your fridge, AC, and water heater break down. With three coverage options and easy monthly payments, there's a plan and price that's right for you. Right now, save $50 when you join American Home Shield. Visit ahs.com music or tap the banner to learn more. Service fees, limitations, and exclusions apply. See plan for details. 